Hello and welcome to a new episode of The Doorman Podcast. I'm your host, Dominic Skelza. Today's episode, I talk with DeAndre Simmons, uh, an old buddy of mine who has appeared on the podcast before. Um, he runs his own podcast on YouTube, Uncomfortable Silence, at Dunk2003, his YouTube channel. Um, and just like me, he is also an aspiring or fellow stand-up comic. We both love comedy. Uh, we've tried to do our own stand-up, uh, whether it be at uh, clubs or sports bars, and we just we share we share a common interest in comedy. And uh, I wanted to ask him a little bit about his comic, his comedic journey, or his journey with comedy, uh, what brought him to it, and uh, what his goals are, and the joys and the struggles of being a stand-up comic. So let's let's dive in and enjoy. Uh, let's just get straight into it. All right, DeAndre, how are you? I'm doing, man. I'm like, I'm 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 on the up and up, you know. Had a Red Bull like 30 minutes ago, so I got energy to spare. I'm ready to <laughs> pod, bro. I'm ready to I'm ready to play some Fortnite after this with my buddies. I mean, it's been a day for sure. <laughs> oh yeah, get those get those Fort Fortnite wings, bro. From those pod. You already know, man. Like they they dropped like that. New, they did the OG season a couple months ago, and I was like, I'll try it out. And I've just kind of I enjoyed that for some reason, and now I just can't put it down. I mean, it's, I, do, I do other stuff around it, obviously, but that's like I just keep coming back to it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And um, I guess now that we're coming off the uh, coming off the New Year's and Christmas season, what was your break like? How how was it? Uh, my break was nice. You know, I, uh, my aunt came into town and we went to Estes, Estes Park. Uh, it wasn't as cold as it, as it is today. Like today's like negative five degrees, but it was chilly oh, up geez. there. Um, we, we walked like a block, but we like had food at one place and then like checked out like seven different stores and it took us like two hours, <laughs> two or three hours. It was, <laughs> I don't know. It was, it was fun, but like we didn't. I don't feel like we did a ton. Um, the actual holidays part, we got like a karaoke machine, which was kind of cool. Ooh, very nice. So I, I sang like tequila, <laughs> which you know you, you have to break it in, you know. <laughs> and then I, um, I just I, I sub submitted what I don't know what the word I'm looking for is. I subjected my parents to a, like an hour of my stand up, and I, I ran out of material, so I was just doing like improv for a while. <laughs> <laughs> was this like a? Was this like um? like kind of spur the moment kind of thing or was it like no we're gonna sit down we're gonna have some time or was it like or did you go to a club and actually do like an hour oh no it was we have like a karaoke like setup at our house now like we got like big oh, old, okay. like speakers and my dad has like this like mixer and we had like two microphones so we just like set it up in like our our living room and i was like it's this is my time you know this is <laughs> i gotta show them what i've been working on but I was also like a couple shots deep, so you know it wasn't the most polished set. <laughs> I mean, get the time where you get you where you can, you know. <laughs> exactly, bro. I mean, with that, I have been staying consistent with that though. Like every Wednesday, I go down to Rise and I, I do the drop in, and then I do the the open mic afterwards. And then sometimes I go to Wide Right, but I haven't, still haven't gone up there yet. I might go this week, but I don't know. I'm not nice. holding my breath, you know. 
Yes, sir. And actually, I kind of—that's actually kind of what I wanted to talk to you about. Was like so, especially with stand-up comedy and our shared interest for sure. So, like, um, um, I guess first of all, where, when did you start getting the like you wanted to try stand-up, or you like something started clicking for you, like oh, uh, like this seems kind of fun, or I'd want to try that. When did that start clicking, or kind of get stuck in your head? I mean, I've always liked comedy, obviously. Like, that's kind of like an easy one for everybody. Like, when I used to watch Kevin Hart a lot, and I was like, I could be, like, not I could do that, but more like, this is amazing. Like, I want to consume more of this content, you know? And then you Mm -hmm. were like, um, hey, I'm going to go try this improv thing. So I was doing that for a little while. Like, I went with you the first two times, and then the next, like, four or five times you were like i can't make it i can't you know whatever <laughs> i was like that's that's okay i guess you know i just go to this improv thing by myself and then I, I was like you know i gotta push myself more i gotta get get outside of my bubble and i was um i'd force myself to like get on stage because they had like this bucket pole thing but when i'd get on stage uh-huh. i'd still just like stood to the side and i was like this isn't like pushing myself i'm literally just watching from a different angle so that <laughs> that's when i took um, one of the classes they were offering, it was the Stand Up 101. And oh, I, very uh, nice. It's like an eight week class or whatever. And they, it's like, it's all about like what makes things funny, that kind of thing. And at the end of the eight weeks, they give you like a showcase spot so you can like invite your friends and family and that kind of thing. And I invited my parents and like everybody else in the class invited people. And it was, it was a really great experience. It was um, really eye opening. Um, like, the like comedy and what makes people laugh like actually and there's no better feeling than like telling a joke that lands and just like a room oh yeah for like, sure <laughs> you're like i did that you know like, <laughs> but the first like couple times like even taking the class like four weeks in i did my first open mic and i was like like i had practiced for weeks to, like what i was gonna say and then i got up there got like halfway through my joke or halfway through my bit and i just like blanked and i was like that's where um, that one. That's where that one ends, guys. <laughs> They're like, I get it. So, like the first couple times getting on stage was definitely nerve wracking. It's still a little nerve wracking now, because like you have to remember what you wrote down and your punches and certain things. But it's, it def- definitely gets a lot easier with the more reps you have. But I still only have gone to that one mic, which is good and bad because it's still getting reps and still like still getting feedback on your jokes. But it's only in one location you know like it's different yeah than you never bar. yeah you want to find kind of the different audiences see like like you never know what kind of audience you'll get like it could determine you know maybe do i switch my jokes around do i mm-hmm. maybe like uh maybe take one out completely or was it just not my day and like are they just you know all that kind of stuff so all that all the audience stuff is like it's a blessing and a curse at the same time it really, it really is like how it comes down to the audience. Like I've started recording my sets and stuff, and I've done one set that I did exactly the same both times, uh, but it was like one week like in between, and there were like the place where la- um like in the joke that got laughs was different, and I was like I told it the exact same way, but like I got more laughs like the first time I think, and then like on the second time around like I got like no laugh or it was like a really small laugh. And I was like, what is going on? So then like the next week I told it again, I got laughs again. So it's, it's just, it really does just depend on the audience and how they're feeling that day. You know, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's like, it's not, it's kind of just, you kind of just roll with the punches or the punchline. <laughs> exactly. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but I mean, it's kind of like, yeah, it's just, it's, you also have to remember like, 
with stand up comp with stand up audiences, like it's not like oh they're just like um, I always kind of think of it as um, so I used to do speech and debate in high school, mm-hmm. and so we would do like tournaments and stuff every weekend, and so part of the um, so like you would be in a room in a classroom with like two, three, four other students getting ready to do their speeches. And so they would bring a judge or they would have someone judge each of the speeches on a scale of like one to four, one being like perfect. Well, not perfect, but like one being like the best. And then four being like, I mean, you showed up. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But um, it's, I kind of see it as like, it's, they're not judging you. Like they do want you to succeed and they want to see you like, okay, what do you, like, I want to see what this guy has and bring the table. What can, what, you know, what's his style? What's his kind of, um, I mean, yeah, just what's his style and such. So it's not, it's not like a, um, personal, there's nothing personal about it. It's just everyone is there to see you succeed and they want you to succeed at the very least. Yeah. And that's, that's nice. That's like kind of what like rises because it's like a smaller community and like it's not a bar, so people aren't like talking over you when you're telling your jokes. It's like they're just there to see you perform or whoever the open mics are. But when you go down to like wide right, it's a bar, you know. So people are talking, they're doing their thing, and you can like call them out for it. And it's funny like when the comics do that. But it, it's more of like the people in front are the people listening, and the people in the back are just being loud and talking. So you're like, oh, you know, you gotta just get used to, it, which is good practice, especially like definitely. But I don't yeah. know, I just haven't got up still. That's a big thing yeah. for me for some reason. So, um, so you've mainly kind of stuck around rise. Like, uh, are, do you, are you getting to know the kind of the community there? Like, do you see familiar faces or do you kind of see faces come and go or? Oh yeah, uh, for sure. I mean, especially in the classes that like, um, Christy hosts, like there's a lot of people from her classes that go to the open mics. Um, a lot of the comedian, like local comedians, they, they'll hit it up like consistently cause it's a, it's a nice mic, you know, like at least at the beginning, like the first hour or hour and a half, that's like a pretty decent crowd. But like, um, you, you kind of figure out where people go, like, like after rise, they'll go to wide, right. So you'll see them over there too. You'll be like, Oh, I just saw you like 10 minutes ago. They're like, yeah, that's where <laughs> I go every time. And then there's definitely other mics like around the, the city. Like there's, um, pallet city that said, uh, uh, it's just, it's another bar down in, denver but like a lot of the places are in denver you know so they're a little far from me but like it's 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 about like how much i want it you know but that's the one, that sure. one's every like every thursday there's like a website you can go check out that has like all the open mics that have like signed up to be on that website to be like hey this is where we have an open mic this is free you know you can like sort it and filter it like what's what you're looking for like what days and city and that kind of thing and i need to use that more but to like, like why uh wednesday's at Rise and Wide Ride are the only ones I can kind of hit recently, which is a bummer, sure. but at least it's something, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's just ultimately, it's just about kind of, you know, seeing what you can do and then trying to see, like, okay, what can I change or how can I make the best of what I have available to me? And then um, also just using that time to improve and write new jokes or make improvements on the old ones and mm-hmm. kind of get, like, a good set and such, so... Um, so I think, um, who, when you, when you write jokes, who is kind of like, who do you try to model or do you, who are you influenced by in terms of like joke writing style, not joke performance, but like your comedic persona or slash performance. 
Um, right now I'm not really like modeling anyone. I'm kind of pulling from a lot of different people. Um, yeah. A lot of the comics I like listen to re- like a lot are uh, mostly in like podcasts, like the TMG podcast with like Cody Ko and Noel Miller. Um, Two Bears, One K with like Burt Kreischer and Tom Segura, Bad Friends, Andrew Santino and Bobby Lee. Like I just. I kind of like listen to them a lot. And then I can, I, th- I think my cadence is kind of similar to them. You know, it's just kind of like you're having a conversation. So it's more of my own voice I'm trying to find instead of like do what somebody else is doing, if that makes any sense. Yeah, for sure. But there's, I listen to like a, a ton of comedy. So I just, I don't know if I can pin down one person I'm like similar to, you know what I mean? But I do listen to a lot of different people. For sure. For sure. And then um, when it comes me think um how right now when you when you've gone up or at least in terms how long have you like because i mean generally when you're starting out you want to kind of stick to like five minutes right so um have you gotten have you gotten past five minutes i guess on a more consistent basis or you're still kind of in that area or kind of starting to branch out a little bit um, I do have like a lot of material. I think on the our showcase we had like five minutes, so I have definitely done like a five minute set. Um, but I've been working on like cutting down like a lot of my stuff because I have. Uh, if you don't know this, I have like a pretty short memory, you know. So like I'll I'll write something. I feel that, and then I'll just like forget it like right away. So if I'm not like practicing it consistently, I'll just almost completely lose it. But I write everything down now. Like if like I have a um like a, a longer joke and I'll like write it out and then cut all the, like all the fat basically and just only get what's important. So I have mm-hmm. like a, a joke about nap time that was decently long, but now it's like seven lines or something like that. And I can remember it a lot easier. And like most of my jokes, they don't have a ton of setup or a ton of story. They're mostly like punch, 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 or like a little bit of setup and then big punch or, you know, or little punch, little punch, little punch, which is still cool, you know, but like, it's not a ton of setup anymore because I just, I can't remember it, <laughs> even though I, <laughs> I, I know, I know, I feel, I feel what you're saying. Like, I, I also, I myself also struggle with kind of short memory or short term memory. So, like, I can't, because like, even in just like conversations or like if I'm in class or something, I'll like, it'll take me a while to read, not register, but it takes me a while to process certain stuff. So, like, by the time that, like, I might have an idea of, like, oh, I have a question or, ooh, I want to do this, like, the the conversations and stuff just changes automatically. So, now I have to do, like, a complete 180 and, like, okay, now I have to follow this train of thought that everyone else is on and mm-hmm. see where I can jump in. And it's just, like, a constant, like, I mean, it drains your it drains your intellectual energy and it's just, like, oh. But. Yeah, that's why I, I, uh, I'm glad I started, like, with the improv stuff a little bit because you a lot of comedy is just like improv. Like if you forget what you're saying, you don't just be like, Oh, never mind. I don't have, a <laughs> you have to like kind of like roll with it. Sometimes you just got to like talk your way through it. And then you like find your way back to it and you're like, Oh, okay. Or like, especially crowd work. Like someone's like, give me a word and you have to just work from that, which is like, you can't, you know, write something on the spot, but you can go with the flow as they say. And I also think that like, I think crowd work is probably one of like the bet not. Yeah. I'm going to say that. It's definitely one of the better parts of being a comedian because I feel like at least majority because some people like Fluffy tends to be more like uh, uh, just more expressive and kind of just on the spot. But 
more often than not, like com- comics tend to be like more writing and kind of a little bit more like scripted. So crowd work, I feel, is like one of those moments where like a little bit of you, like you, the authentic you in the moment kind of shines a little bit and just kind of being able to play and have fun with the audience a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, um, so did you, did you, you also went, you went more to the improv like classes and like the drop-in stuff or? Yeah, that was, was that? that was the drop-in stuff. The The class was like the, or the stand-up class was the actual class. The drop-ins were fun. Um because they like it's like a class there's only like 10 bucks so it's like an hour or two of like this is what you should be looking for this is like that we did a couple exercises of like uh, it was kind of long ago now but it was just like simple like improv exercises where you do like hey uh do this and then do this and then they like toss a ball around and you do something but it was it really got your mind thinking like in a different way than how it would normally function i guess if that makes like any sense at all, <laughs> but um, <laughs> it was really good, just like mental exercises as well as physical, like working with your surroundings and that kind of thing. And then I was like, "This is nice, but this is not, you know, putting myself out there. This is just kind of for me right now, you know." <laughs> yeah, perfect. absolutely. So when you did the stand-up class, what I guess what was interesting about what you learned? Not yeah, what. I guess what were some of the main takeaways from the class that you kind of implement in your own joke writing or performance or just even like thinking about comedy in general? Um, you got to be honest, really. Like you can a lot of people can make stuff up, but that doesn't mean it's going to be funny like at all. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like some people try mm-hmm. and make something up and they're like, is that real? And they're like, no, it's not real. You're like, OK, well, that's, <laughs> you know, it's it's obvious it's not real because you're like lying through your teeth and it's not funny. But if something's real <laughs> and someone's like, oh, that's hilarious. You know what I mean? Because they can, they can connect with it. And there's there's um, humor in pain, like in truth and pain. Like that's what makes something funny a lot of the time. But if you can like put a twist on it, that's the joke part of it, you know. But mm-hmm. and also like I'm the youngest in like everybody that signed up, which is kind of hilarious. Like I, I'm 20 <laughs> right now. And I think like the closest person was like 27, 28 or something like that. And then it just gets like higher and higher from there. So I was, that was, that was interesting to me, but it's also interesting. Like I remember you were talking about it when you were doing it. It's like, it's hard to get certain spots when you are under 21. Like I drove all the way up to Arvada to do a spot um, at like a, it was a bar, you know, and I was, they just like, didn't let me even on the premises cause I wasn't 21 yet. So I was like, Oh, that's a bummer, you know? Some places are more lenient with it because, like, they know you're not going to drink or whatever. But I'm like, still, you know. And I, lo- I look older than 21, so I probably could have just lied. But I have a problem <laughs> lying for some reason. For sure. Yeah, I mean, it's – I mean, yeah, for people under 21, it's kind of hard to – I mean, the opportunity is scarce. So you kind of either you, – you either – well, not you either, but – I mean, you pretty much just have to make it up as you go along and see, like, okay, what can I do? What resources are available to me? Or is there a place that would is more age-friendly or kind of like, yeah, age-friendly? And then, um, so, yeah, it's just, it's, a, it's interesting out there. But do you have any, when it comes to comedy and such, do you have any, do you have any goals for this year or, like just in general for your kind of can be yeah just for comedy in general or 
um, I want to just kind of see where it takes me, you know, like I'm, I want to hit more mics, you know, cause I do turn 21 in April. So I want to hit like, a, a lot more mics and like uh, bars and stuff like where I can, uh, I might cut back hours at like one of my jobs that work like later in the afternoons, just so I can hit more mics throughout the week. Cause right now I'm just, I only got the one on Wednesdays, but there's one on like Thursdays that I want to go hit. Um, and then on that website, there's like some, you can like look, but there's like some Friday. There's literally mics every day of the week, you know, and this in Denver is a really good place for it too. Cause there's a lot of mics everywhere, but in like places like LA or New York, there might be a lot of mics, but there's also a ton of people that are trying to get up too. So you might not get up very much at all in a week, but here in Denver, you can get up almost every day of the week. And if you make connections and network with like all the people that are in there, like they'll invite you to shows and all kinds of stuff. So I'm just like looking for that. I want to get on the the comedy work stage this this year. Oh, that's a good can, one. Yeah, you can sign up for that. You get um, on Tuesdays they have new talent night, and you just got to sign up on their website like consistently because they won't just sign you up on the first try. You know, you gotta consistently put yourself on there, and then they'll, they'll see your name a couple times and be like, "Oh, he wants to do it," and they'll put you on. And then like some of the people from the class I'm in have already done it. He said it was a like a really interesting experience i've seen one of the new talent nights like i took my parents to it and that was fun but it's it's like it's nerve-wracking bro even just like thinking about signing up so i haven't done that yet i also haven't even done a second mic than rise so but i think i might just start putting my name in it and if i get pulled i get pulled and i go and then i do it and then you know you know just you do more you do more mics you write more material you do more social media you throw yourself into it and then you're just there, bro. But once you're there, you're not gonna stop. You're gonna keep going. You're just gonna keep pushing. Yes, sir. And I like that. Absolutely. Yeah, it just it pushes you to go harder and do as much as you can and improve and also just go out and have fun for sure. And it's so, so creative too. Like you can't just like make stuff up or not make you can't just like copy other people because if you copy people, you get like canceled. So <laughs> you know. <laughs> Well, not even just canceled, but like you, you get like a little bit of a negative reputation. It's like, oh, this guy's just copying the yeah, style or kind jokes. of copying the, yeah, the jokes and stuff. So it doesn't really do well to, so it, it's, it allows or not allows you, it pushes you to think more originally and creatively and kind of think, okay, if I can't take this, then what, what could I use for my life or what could I use with my kind of style or, um, my own material and kind of life experience to kind of inform my comedic uh, persona and mm-hmm. comedic just, I mean, yeah, comedic persona, comedic persona for sure. Yeah. It's all, it's like, it's all about like building a brand and the brand is yourself, you know? So that's, it's a fun idea, fun concept. And then you just make it a reality, which is kind of, which is cool. Absolutely. And then um, when you, when you write comedy and stuff like that, what, what do you, what do you enjoy writing? Or I'm not sure what do you enjoy writing, but um, what kind of material do you lend yourself writing more? And then is there kind of, is there like another direction or kind of comedy that you would like to get into or would like to try in the future? Um, there's definitely a ton of stuff I'll try in the future. Cause like, I'm like super new still, but the, what I lean to more is just like, real stuff and like not even necessarily stories but like stuff that's happened or like comments and then i kind of like build off of that like the other day my mom was telling me she was talking to like her friend about about me and normally she's like yeah he cooks he cleans he's a great kid whatever 
And then when she was talking to this guy, she's like, yeah, he's into stand-up comedy now. And he goes, oh, you don't, you know, you don't hear that every day. And she's like, yeah, he's always been original. And first of all, she's heard my sets. And that doesn't sound like a compliment because she didn't say I was funny. You know, she just said, he's one of them. You know, he's trying it. <laughs> so I'm like, what the hell? You know, but, <laughs> but it's just like, like just real things that happen in my day to day or like that has happened in the past. Cause I can build off of that. And it's, it's easier to tell a real story than it is just to make stuff up a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. But that's just what I lean towards. I feel like it. I feel like that in my own, like, even when I try to write stuff, like I'm always kind of thinking like, Oh, I don't have like the, I don't have good life. Not really good life experiences, but like, I don't have like the same life experiences. Like for example, like Gabriel Iglesias, who probably has like tons of stories he can pull from or like, I guess what I'm saying is, is like, there's that temptation to f- that to think your life is mm-hmm. like that. It's not like just because it doesn't have the same, not world, but like kind of same circle or kind of the same stuff as somebody else's. Yeah. Um, yeah. Somebody else's like uh, somebody else's world doesn't mean that like your world, like your world doesn't have that. Uh, like. Uh, how can I put it best? I keep like, yeah, I guess in a of, sense, I, like, I, I know what you're saying. You're saying like, um, you're wondering like if your life has the kind of draw that somebody else's has, because like they like, go to parties and all kinds of stuff, and they have all these crazy stories, and you're just like sitting at home doing this or like going to school right now. <laughs> and that's what makes comedy so amazing and unique, is because like even somebody that's like a nerd or something like that, they can be like, yeah, I know it looks like I you know, don't get any play or something like that. Cause everybody's unique. You can just pull from yourself and people are like, Oh yeah, he does look like that. What a loser. <laughs> like something like that. But there's all these different kind of angles people take with it. And that's just like the beauty of comedy is it's so unique and it's so like moldable and craftable. You can do whatever you want with it. That's, that's what I love about it, honestly. But, but I see what you're saying with the whole. Yeah. Like, I guess that's exciting. Or, <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. I guess it, <laughs> I guess and I guess what I'm really trying to say is, is like I guess for me and probably also for you as well like comedy is a way that we get to like I guess we get to enjoy our world like in a sense like we get to like oh I never really thought about it this way or I can like I guess it makes you it it make, it helps us enjoy our own lives a little bit more and kind of like just I mean, yeah, it helps us just enjoy our lives more, in a sense. Mm-hmm. Let's see. And what else? Yeah, I love comedy. I love the community. It's just everything about it, at least so far, has just been wonderful. And I mean... Even if it's not going great, like a joke bombs, that's part of it. You know, you just got to either get used to it or be like, okay, uh, I got to fix this part of the joke. You know what I mean? Like, you can't just stop trying. And that's because that's how you burn out. That's how you die in comedy, I guess. (laughs) You die in comedy, you die in real life type. (laughs) (laughs) It's for real. Like, two strikes. Well, not two strikes, you're out. But, like, you fail at one, you fail at both. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Exactly. But, but yeah, like... (coughs) Oh, I had something and I forgot it. Uh, it'll come back to me, I'm pretty sure. But, um, uh, well, uh, what was it? Uh, oh, what was it? Uh, 
I had something and I forgot. It's right, it. it's like on the tip of your tongue. I can see. I can feel it. Oh, <laughs> uh, why do you think about uh, that? I'll let everybody know. The Wendy's five dollar biggie bag is amazing, bro. It's like, <laughs> you know, like for six bucks, I got like a sandwich and fries and chicken nuggets and sauce and a water, bro. Oh my gosh, it's so worth. It's so valuable. Do you think of it yet? No. <laughs> All right. But I guess I guess, are you, I guess uh, McDonald's or Wendy's, which one would you go to? McDonald's or Wendy's? Honestly, probably Wendy's because recently I've been going more. But, yeah, I think the, the food just feels cleaner at Wendy's because, like, if you go to McDonald's too much, you're like, ew, McDonald's? What? You start realizing it in your bowel movements, and you're like, yeah, I'm definitely going to Wendy's, bro. <laughs> oh, I got it. I remember it. Ah, <laughs> let's talk about bowel movements. It's right there. <laughs> but, but I think, I think you were talking about at one point, kind of like the um, when a joke bombs and such, and kind of like either um, kind of running with it or um, you know, kind of switching it around or rearranging and editing it and stuff. I think. You also have to, when it comes to writing material and finding out what kind of material you like, you also have to, you have to find a balance between how much do I take from the audience and how much do I kind of take for myself? Because mm-hmm. there also could be that pressure to like, oh, just because they didn't like it doesn't mean that I think the joke isn't, that I think the joke isn't good or is good. And then you also have to realize, okay, if I do, maybe if I do the show consistently and it's like, oh, it's not working and done and still doesn't work it's like okay maybe i have to reevaluate this joke and see do i really need it is it necessary or is it something that i thought was funny but in reality is not funny so it's kind of like you have to find that balance between what do i want to keep and then at what point should i you start using the using the audience as information to inform how i write or how i perform Mm -hmm. i mean you really just hit like the nail on the head like i was saying earlier like i did the same set back to back and like some got laughs, some didn't get laughed. Like some of the jokes didn't get laughs, and I was like, "That's confusing." So then, I if I ran it again, I'd change like a couple things here and there, maybe change my cadence, maybe the order of the jokes I told, and that like all of that affects things. You know, like you can have like a really good opener, and then tell the joke you told, and they'd be like, "Oh, maybe that is kind of funny." But if you say it without the opener, and they don't find it funny at all, you're like, "Okay, I just got to set them up." You know, you gotta, and definitely. It's it's good to go like fifth, sixth, or like even like tenth. Like if you're on the list of open mic people, because you can see how the crea- how the crowd reacts to other comics as well. Like if they're not laughing at other comics, you're like, oh, this is gonna be a rough set. You know, you gotta like prepare yourself for that. Because if you just go up every single time, like I'm just gonna read my lines and I don't care if I get laughs or not, you're not really gonna get any feedback, and you're not gonna know where to improve the joke or where your joke even bombed. And the bomb isn't even like just a joke not landing. A bomb is how you react to a joke not landing, if that makes any sense. Like if you're like, mm-hmm. oh, that joke was funny. Like, heck, you guys, you're going to like go die. Like that's not that's the bomb. <laughs> but if you're like, okay, maybe we got to work on that one. And they laugh at that. You're like, okay, yeah, it's, you know, I just got to <laughs> get back in the lab. Got to cook a little bit harder. But yeah. absolutely. And then, um, you also said, um, I think at one point you like when you we, we were talking about like kind of getting out there, like you know, uh, you know, going to more open mics, going to you know 
going to clubs, bars or whatever. And then you kind of talked about like social media. So when it comes to like putting yourself on social media in terms of comedy, how do you, I guess, what do you do or what do you, or I guess, do you have any tips? Cause I think for me, like I, so I recorded my first set. I think you've seen it on my Instagram, but, um, but I feel like, I mean, do I, I guess I feel like I want to record every set I do or like kind of get like a video so I can at least like both show people, but also use it as like, okay, where could I make some improvements or stuff? But I guess how, I guess when comedy and social media come together, what, what do you do or what, I guess, yeah, just what do you do? Um, well, when I'm doing a set, every single set I record, but I, I record the voice memo. I don't record the video or anything like that. Not yet. Anyways. Um, I should start mm-hmm. doing that. Cause I can, I think I have some like nervous ticks that I do every now and then. Like I don't roll up the cord anymore, but I think I like, uh, look down a lot, which is something I got to like stop doing. That's just not great at all. Um, but I do record a voice memo of every single thing I do so I can see where things got laughs. Cause sometimes you'll forget or whatever. Um, for like the social media part of it I don't really have that unlock necessarily like I don't post like my videos or my voice memos on there but what what I would do is like like, at least for the YouTube I have my like gaming stuff and then I just kind of like keep posting that consistently and then I'm trying to do the podcast like bi-weekly now but Mm -hmm. on the like TikTok I used to just post like reaction videos like to things and stuff like that which it works I got a lot of like likes and views and whatnot but it's like it's more of a hey, come check me out. It's not like this is exactly what I do. This is what you're gonna see from me. It's more of a this is my personality. If you like it, you can stick around. If you don't, okay. There's eight billion people in this world. You know what I mean? Like I don't, you know. So it's like you're just putting yourself out there is all you got to do. Like I post a lot on my Instagram story, but that's about it. Like I don't make actual posts. Um, I haven't been mm-hmm. like promoting my YouTube stuff really, which is not great. Also, but I just either forget about it or. It's just on the back burner for now for some reason. Um, I think when I start hitting like more open mics or I have like actual showcases, that's more of um, like when I'll start posting. But a lot of the networking is just like in person, you know, going to the open mics, going to the bars, talking to people, being like, hey, I do this. Yeah. Oh, you do this too? And you just like start up a conversation. Um, I wanted to get like I got tinder recently and i want to just start running bits by like matches i get like that's what i was telling like caden and stuff and he's like that's a genius idea i was like i know because like i don't really have time for a relationship right now like i've been just busy 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 like and i do it on purpose like i don't know why i'd make myself so busy but it's like it'll be so funny if i'm like hey is this funny and then just (laughs) I mean, that's one way to reel them in, I guess. <laughs> yeah, definitely reel something in. <laughs> like, <laughs> but uh, it's all about networking, fun. whatever way you can. I need to post more on my TikTok, um, like TikToks and like shorts and Instagram reels. That's the way you gotta. That's how you blow up and stuff. Even if it's not your comedy, if it's just like reacting to something or day in the life type stuff. But it's that's one of the most important things is staying consistent with that. And I am not right now. So that's awesome. <laughs> for sure. All right. Well, thank you so much, DeAndre, for coming onto the pod. Yeah. Uh, it's been a pleasure talking with you. And um, if if people want to come find you, where where is the best place to find you? Um, Dunk two thousand three gaming on YouTube, 
Sometimes it doesn't pop up, but that's okay. Um, it's mostly just like Rocket League and Fortnite, and then that's where the podcast is too. And then my Instagram is like Dunk2003 also. Actually, no, it's my name. It's DeAndre Simmons. Um, follow me if you want. If you don't want to follow me, that's okay. Because I... <laughs> I'm still starting out. You know, we're still we're still small. We're still honing our craft. When I'm good, you'll know. Okay? How about that? <laughs> that works. <laughs> right, I think I think that'll do it for today. Thank you all so much for listening. Uh, shout out to all my current listeners and those who uh, stick along with me. And thank you for all the new listeners who kind of joined me on the journey. I uh, hope you enjoy and uh, smash that follow button. Give me a <laughs> – no, I'm just kidding. But uh, no, seriously, follow, smash that follow button. But um, thank you so much for your time. All right. Adios. Peace.